let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that we may celebrate with heartfelt devotion these days of joy, which we keep in honor of the risen Lord, that what we relive in remembrance we may also hold to in what we do. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Christ to them. With one accord, the crowds paid attention to what was said by Philip when they heard it and saw the signs he was doing. For unclean spirits, crying out in a loud voice, came out of the many possessed people, and many paralyzed or crippled people were cured. There was great joy in that city. Now when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent them Peter and John, who went down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for it had not yet fallen upon any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Shout joyfully to God all the earth. Sing praise to the glory of his name. Proclaim his glorious praise. Say to God, how tremendous are your deeds. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Let all on earth worship and sing praise to you. Sing praise to your name. Come and see the works of God. His tremendous deeds among children of Adam. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. He has changed the sea into dry land. 
letter of St. Peter. Beloved, sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope, but do it with gentleness and reverence, keeping your conscience clear so that when you are maligned, those who defame your good conduct in Christ may themselves be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that be the will of God, than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sins once, the righteous for the sake of the unrighteous, that he might lead you to God. Put to death in the flesh, he was brought to life in the spirit. The word of the Lord. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept, because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him, because he remains in you, and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live, and you will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and that you are in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me, and whoever loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and reveal myself to him. The Gospel of the Lord. My dear parishioners and friends of St. Anne's Church, we welcome you to this Mass at St. Anne's in Washington, D.C as we continue to live stream our masses for you and pray that one day soon we can all be reunited here physically to commune with the Lord in the Eucharist. So many of us are still wondering when this difficult ordeal of the contagion of the coronavirus will be over. By now, after several months of this crisis, I submit that many are wandering or wondering. I say wandering because wandering means more or less, I don't know what's going on. I'm confused. I'm afraid. I'm uncertain. In fact, we often hear that phrase in these uncertain times. That's natural, that's expected. Wandering is the result of fear, and there's much to be afraid about. Wandering is what we naturally do when we don't know the answers. We wander. Wondering, on the other hand, is what happens when we take all of that wandering and all that goes with it and transform all that doubt and fear, the unknown, the uncertain, into a far more powerful force, a force of trust. To wonder is to acknowledge first that I am not God, that I'm not totally in control of my life or the world, to stand humbly before the Almighty and to acknowledge a deep-seated need 
for God in my life. To wonder is to acknowledge that there is a power, a being, a power beyond myself and beyond my understanding. To wonder is to realize that even the best of minds, the best of all of us as human beings, the best of what we can muster together with all of our brilliance, all of our technology, all of our skill and engineering ability just cannot solve the human condition and every crisis. The larger issue I think at stake here is not how do we solve the coronavirus, as critical as it is. No, I think the bigger picture is not what will life be like in the new normal, as the phrase goes. No, the real crisis is the choice that each of us must make between either wandering or wondering between opting for spiritual confusion or spiritual clarity. So today we are invited not to wander, but to wonder. We're invited by God's grace to move away from wandering to wondering, from spiritual confusion to spiritual clarity. So let's reflect on one aspect of spiritual clarity which comes from the gospel for a deeper, more mature, a wiser insight into the mystery of God revealed in Jesus. Today, I'm wondering about what Jesus means when he says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I will come to you. You. Do you ever despair? Despair is the result of wandering. Again, I don't know what to do, or I'm giving up. There's no use. It's too hard. Those are phrases of despair, of serious doubt. That's wandering again. And in the midst of all those feelings, Jesus says, I will not leave you orphans. We won't be left unknown, abandoned, given over to someone else who may or may not care. But Jesus says, I will not leave you. I will come to you. And once we hear those reassuring words, we can be moved by grace from wandering to wondering. Wondering what? Wondering just how does he do that? How does he come to us? What does that mean? I will come to you. We wonder. Well, one way Jesus comes to you is through his divine word. So we read the scriptures and find ourselves wondering. He comes often in the silence of prayer. He comes in the quiet storm of our lives. He 
even comes through the problem of evil, this pandemic, suffering, pain. There's nothing that he's immune to. Why? Because this God took it all on for us. He says in the midst of it all throughout this Easter season, words like, do not be afraid. Peace be with you. And let your hearts not be troubled. And he says in John's gospel today, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate. Another advocate. We all need advocates in our lives. Everyone needs that special friend, that mentor, that helper, one we can look up to and trust that whatever they say, whatever they do, we will trust that they will do everything they promised and that everything will be okay. My advocate is that person who speaks on my behalf, works on my behalf, does things for me because They simply love me. They want to help me out in my time of need. To be there for me, we say. The only way my advocate can work for me is if I stay close to him, close to her, and trust. If I wander from the advocate, it won't work out. But if I stay close to my advocate, that special friend, and trust that what they say they will do, and in fact they will, that everything they promised they would do, they will do. And all I have to do is wait and wonder. Not wander. And isn't this what our divine Lord does through the Holy Spirit? By that special gift of the person of God, the third person of God, the Holy Spirit, the Lord sends us an advocate, a very special friend. But friends can only grow together if they stay together, work together, trust each other. Friendship is a mysterious gift of love when it's true friendship. Friends wonder about each other. They don't wander from each other. So in giving us an advocate, the Holy Spirit, as he promised those first disciples 2,000 years ago, continues to send us the gift of the Holy Spirit now through his church on earth, through his word and sacraments, to sustain us in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health, in all the ups and downs of life and death. The most powerful advocate always has our back we say. Now think about that in terms of Jesus. He has our back. Literally. He took the cross upon his back. He takes the cross upon his back and he takes all of that, whatever that is, our need, our burdens, our fears, our doubts, our sins indeed, takes all of that on his back and carries it to destroy it, to crush it. But he takes it on himself. He transfers all of that wandering 
all that into himself and wonders. And he asks the question, why? See, this is the ultimate question of wonder. And Jesus does this in the most profound way. Why, Lord? Abba, why? How can this be? Why? Why this suffering? Why this pain? Why this agony? See, this is a very beautiful moment, a very profound spiritual moment for us to trust. God knows personally your story. He knows your wandering. He knows your wondering. He knows your sin. He knows my guilt and shame. He knows the good times and the bad, the ups and downs. He lived it. He died it for you. There's no uncertainty about this because Jesus cannot lie or deceive. His words are trust trust, and life-giving. But his words can only be effective if there is a wandering trust, not a wandering away. And this, dear friends, is, as I said, perhaps the most critical issue at stake in our time. Indeed, I think every time. It's just that the current circumstances of this pandemic seem to inflame this distinction between spiritual wandering and spiritual wondering, between mistrust, on the one hand, and trust, real trust, on the other. Now, I can only grow in trust if I can believe you. I can't trust anyone whom I don't believe, anyone that's deceived me or hurt me. Has Jesus ever deceived you? I can't recall that. I don't think anyone's ever said Jesus deceived them. And you trust him because you believe in him. You believe in him because you trust him. Now, that, isn't that what friends do? They trust each other. They believe in each other. And friends are true friends also when they speak heart to heart. They speak from the depths of their hearts, vulnerably, honestly, intimately. Isn't that what the Advocate does, the Holy Spirit? By power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus speaks heart to heart to heart. He speaks to you. A divine heart. To your heart. So I'm wondering what he might be saying to you, to me today. Allow me to quote a beautiful poem, which I think in some way might inspire all of us to reflect on God's incredible love for you today and every day. Because so often we raise our words in prayer and we don't listen perhaps to what our friend is trying to tell us. So let's listen perhaps and wonder about his immense care, concern, and reverence for you, especially in these times. Jorge Borges, a poet, writes, I cannot give you 
solutions to all life's problems. Nor do I have the answers to your doubts or fears. But I can listen to you and share it with you. I cannot change neither your past nor your future. But when you need me, I'll be by your side. I cannot prevent you from stumbling. I can only offer you my hand to hold on to you so you won't fall. Your joys, your victories, your successes are not mine, but I truly enjoy it when I see you happy. I do not judge the decisions you take in life. I constrain myself to support you, to stimulate and to help you if you ask me to. I cannot draw limits for you within which you must act, but I can offer you the space needed to grow. I cannot avert your sufferings and when someone pain is breaking your heart, but I can cry with you and pick up the pieces to armor it again. I cannot tell you who you are, nor who you should be. I can only love you as you. I can only love you and wish to be your friend. These days I've been thinking about my friends, amongst whom you appeared. You were neither on the top of the list, nor the bottom, nor in the middle. You were not the first number, nor the last. And neither do I pretend to be the first, the second, or the third on your list. I hope I'm on your list. It's just enough for me to want you as a friend. Thank you for being one. Dear friends, what a friend. What an advocate in the Holy Spirit. This, rather, he is the great gift who makes us wonder about God. That's what we're doing right now. That's what we do when we grow close to God and he grows closer to us. We wonder about each other as friends. And he is most personally close to us today by power of that same spirit at this mass and every mass when his divine words once again speak the immortal truth. This is my body. This is my blood for you. No greater friend is there than one who lays down his life for another. That's the advocate. He does it even now. So wander in trust. Do not wander in mistrust. All will be well. Trust me, he says. I know how to handle this. I have your back. I've been there for you. Will you be there for me? Believe me. 50 days of Easter joy in the resurrection of the Lord from the dead over sin and death.
Christ is truly risen once again. We wonder about that today as we grow closer to him in trust and belief. proclaim our ancient faith together as one church when we say, I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. Look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In this Easter season, we recount with great faith that the risen Lord is present in our midst. With joyful hope, then, let us offer our petitions in prayer. That the spirit of truth may dwell always in the midst of our church and parish community, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That families experiencing pain and difficult times may rediscover God's spirit of love in their midst, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the sick, the suffering, and the troubled may rejoice in the healing presence of Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of our parishioners who are ill or recovering, for all who are imprisoned, abused, or suffering in any way that they may be delivered from every evil, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the risen Christ will gather before the Father the souls of all the faithful who have died, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer that the God of mercy will hear the prayers we now offer in the silence of our hearts. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In this month of May, dedicated to Our Lady, we recount her lively intercession, her powerful grace. We implore her, Our Lady of Mercy, the Pieta, when we pray, remember, O oh, most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O oh, Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O oh, Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy here to answer me, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. 
Just a few announcements before we make the offering of bread and wine that become the body and blood of our Lord. That we will continue our live streaming of the 11 a.m. Mass here at St. Anne's. And our goal is, even after the pandemic is over, which we pray will be soon, that we will continue to live stream these Masses as we develop the technology that allows us then to carry our message beyond the bounds of our own parish and to places around the world. People are contacting us from different countries to say thank you, and we want to then be in touch with them. And so this will be a great gift, I think, as we're learning the curve on how to promote the beautiful Mass and our lectures, concert series, and various other events to people who cannot physically be with us, but wish to be in communion with us by virtue of technology. On that note, please remember that today at about 12.30 p.m., our final speaker in our series, Brother Gregory Metz, presents online part two of Keeping Kids Catholic. To receive the meeting invitation, if you haven't already, you can email Natalie Plum, our Director of Communications here at director at stannndc.org. As well, during this month of May, our Holy Father, Pope Francis, asks us to consider praying a daily or weekly rosary as a family, especially in these times. You can order a very special St. Anne rosary, one that is beautifully made for our parish as we celebrate our 150th sesquicentennial year. And you can find out how to say this powerful prayer and obtain the rosary again at stannndc.org rosary. And of course, as always, you can visit stannndc.org give and you'll find coming out of nowhere the card that tells you how you can make possible a contribution to us to sustain us in our ministry. Our collections are lower than normal, naturally, so we do rely upon you to sustain us with your contributions, either by visiting that website or Faith Direct, and certainly for those who are personally using the pew envelopes to send those in. As well, if you'd like to avail yourself of a copy of the Manual of Prayers, this is a little book that I compiled years ago for the Pontifical North American College in Rome. And if you contact me at the email that you see on your screen, you can obtain a copy. And I'm delightful, delighted that many of you have taken advantage of this. Prayer is important in our time. If you feel alone, lonely, if you're isolated, prayer is a marvelous antidote to that. Please contact me. I'm happy to make available the manual of prayers. So we are united always by faith, hope, and love that knows no end. Even though you cannot be with us spiritually, I mean physically, you make the spiritual communion through the Eucharist. Do that now as the elements of bread and wine are consecrated and raised up. Say with St. Thomas, my Lord and my God. During the preparation of the gifts, please join in singing the refrain of our communion hymn, This is My Commandment. you've 
Pray that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May our prayers rise up to you, O Lord, together with the sacrificial offerings, so that purified by your graciousness, 
we may be conformed to the mysteries of your mighty love. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all during Easter, to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. Through him the children of light rise to eternal life, and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful. For his death is our ransom from death, and in his rising the life of all has risen. Therefore overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, have none earth but full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. We give you praise, Father most holy, for you are great, and you have fashioned all your works in wisdom and in perfect love. You formed man in your own image and entrusted the whole world to his care, so that in serving you alone, the Creator, he might have dominion over all creatures. And when through disobedience he had lost your friendship, you did not abandon him to the domain of death, for you came in mercy to the aid of all, so that those who seek might find you. Time and time again you offered them covenants and through the prophets taught them to look forward to salvation. And you so loved the world, Father Most Holy, that in the fullness of time you sent your only begotten Son to be our Savior. Made incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, he shared our human nature in all things but sin. To the poor, he proclaimed the good news of salvation. To prisoners, freedom and to the sorrowful of heart, joy. To accomplish your plan, he gave himself up to death, and, rising from the dead, he destroyed death and restored life. And that we might live no longer for ourselves, but for him who died and rose again for us, he sent the Holy Spirit from you, Father, as the firstfruits of those who believe. 
so that bringing to perfection his work in the world, he might sanctify creation to the full. Therefore, O Lord, we pray, may this same Holy Spirit graciously sanctify these offerings, that they may become the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ for the celebration of this great mystery, which he himself left us as an eternal covenant. For when the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, Father most holy, having loved his own who were in the world, for he loved them to the end. And while they were at supper, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, taking the chalice filled with the fruit of the vine, he gave thanks and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess. Your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we now celebrate the memorial of our redemption, we remember Christ's death and his descent to the realm of the dead. We proclaim his resurrection and his ascension to your right hand. And as we await his coming in glory, we offer you his body and blood, the sacrifice acceptable to you, which brings salvation to the whole world. Look, O Lord, upon this sacrifice, 
which you yourself have provided for your church. And grant in your loving kindness to all who partake of this one bread and one chalice that gathered into one body by the Holy Spirit, they may become truly a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your glory. Therefore, Lord, remember now all for whom we offer this sacrifice, especially your servant Francis, our Pope, and Wilton, our Bishop, and the whole order of bishops, all the clergy, those who take part in this offering, those gathered here before you, and your entire people, and all who seek you with a sincere heart. Remember also those who have died in the peace of your Christ, and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. To all of us, your children, grant, O merciful Father, that we may enter into a heavenly inheritance with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, and with your apostles and saints in your kingdom. For there, with the whole of creation, freed from the corruption of sin and death, may we glorify you through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we wait the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you. My peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. of the world have mercy on us have mercy on us Lamb of God you take away the sins of the world have mercy on us have mercy
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. During communion, please enjoy the Compassion Hymn by Keith and Kristen Getty and Stuart Townend. There is an everlasting kindness you lavished on us when the radiance of heaven came to called the sheep without a shepherd to leave their distress for your streams of forgiveness and the shade of your rest and with compassion for the hurting you reached your hand as the lame ran to meet you and the dead breathed again you saw behind the eyes of sorrow and shared in our tears heard the sigh of the weary let the children draw what boundless love, what fatherless grace you have shown us, O God of compassion. Each day we live an offering of praise as we show to of disgrace 
For surely you have borne our suffering and carried our grief as you pardoned the scoffer and showed grace to the thief. What boundless love, what fathomless grace you have shown us, O God of compassion. Each And so we make a spiritual communion now before the Blessed Sacrament, understanding that the graces afforded by this Mass are given to you by virtue of the Holy Spirit, the Advocate. For those who believe in me, I will not leave you orphans. I come to you. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, embolden me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within thy wounds, hide me. Never permit me to be parted from you. From the evil enemy, defend me. In the hour of my death, Call me and bid me to come to thee that with your saints I may praise thee for age upon age. Amen. Jesus the Advocate, stay with us. Do not abandon your children. Do not leave us orphan. Come to us, we pray, by power of the Holy Spirit, now and always. For all glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. St. Anne, pray for us. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, who restore us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ, increase in us, we pray, the fruits of this Paschal Sacrament, and pour into our hearts the strength of the saving food through Christ our Lord. Amen. 
in this month of May dedicated to Mary, we pray one Hail Mary for the end of the pandemic and for all of our healthcare workers, all doctors and nurses, all those afflicted with the disease, all that will die this day and those suffering when we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. Please join in singing our closing hymn, Immaculate Mary. Mary, your praises we sing. You reign now in splendor with Jesus our King. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria, Ave, Ave Maria. In Secret Dixit, Mary Resurrection, Alleluia.